All right, everyone, welcome back. Uh, most recently, we went over some of the summer action in Georgia. You know, we've been going about a month and a half strong or so, and now we, uh, we have another travel uh, director on today, Adam Gibbs from TSF. He's the director of their EYB teams. Um, gotten to know Adam a good bit over the last few years and see you know, kind of the rise of uh, TSF and now their you know, fully sponsored Nuggie program. It's been really cool to track their progress, so I appreciate uh, Adam coming on. Coach Gibbs, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me, Trent. Really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for coming on. Um, so we'll go right into some current news. So you guys just uh, had your own event um, this past weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, TSF Day. So uh, let's go over that a little bit. How did um, how'd that go for you guys? Uh, you know, why did you do it? What's your, uh, you know, kind of goal with that? Um, it, it went actually great. And um, Rob Johnson, who's actually the, the director of the prep and post-grad, mm -hmm. we been talking back and forth um, for, for multiple reasons, um, giving kids a chance to showcase um, because we haven't been playing, um, and also kind of showing the full TSF brand where it's not just grassroots. We do have a prep and post-grad. So what we did is we took kids from the prep and post-grad and mixed them in with some of the uh, EYB kids and gave them a chance to showcase their talents. Um, we used a 24-second shot clock. We had referees. Um, SUV did play-by-play -play for all the yep. games. It was like real basketball. We didn't want to just be, you know, going up and down, kind of ragtag and stuff like that. We wanted the kids to also get a chance to get some film um, for college coaches, um, but also get a chance to evaluate yourself um, because we haven't been playing, so you can kind of see the areas where you have improved or you haven't improved and things that you need to work on. But it was also just kind of bringing the whole TSF program together because everyone kind of associates it as two separate things, but it's really, mm -hmm. um, you know, all under one umbrella. And there are a lot of kids that we have there that are, I don't like to say under the radar. I just like to say just haven't been discovered yet. Um, that are definitely kids that could play, you know, D1, D2, D3, JUCO at any level. And I think that's the big thing that we try to promote. It's not just, oh, high major or bust. Yeah. You know, every kid has every level. And, you know, when you hit your peak, it's different times with different kids. So we just wanted to give all the kids a chance to showcase that this weekend. Um, and it went really well, man. We, we actually had great feedback from coaches. Um, a lot of schools, uh, you know, tuned in of asked for the, the footage and the film. We also did some one-on-one. Mm -hmm. one -on -one, uh, okay. We did some three-on-three -three pick and roll stuff. Uh, we did shooting, and then we let them have a little fun with a with a dunk contest as well. Okay. So it, it was it was it was good, man. It was good to just have them all come together. And the thing about it is, they compete. You know, they don't get caught up in, well, this kid's ranked, and we're at the same program. I'm I'm gonna try to take his head off, and I think that's the the mutual respect that all those kids have for each other is the work ethic. For sure, yeah. Every uh, I was in you know Spartanburg for uh, Sean's tournament, but it looked like everything went really well. I saw you know a lot of positive feedback, and it looked like. I like how you guys, you know, mixed everyone in together, you know, got guys that, you know, maybe aren't used to playing with each other, which was cool to see. But that kind of goes into um, the next thing I want to talk about. So well, the skill factory started out with, you know, mainly uh, focusing on training. And now, like you said, you've expanded to travel teams, uh, prep and post-grad teams. So maybe talk about, you know, the progress of the, you know, TSF program, you know, kind of what you're you know, you and Rob and everyone else that's involved, what's been your vision? Um, you know, how's, uh, you know, how's everything developed for you guys over the last few years? Yeah, funny story is Rob is the reason that I actually ended up coming to TSF. I don't know if mm -hmm. people know that. We were training. Um, we were, I think, in eighth, uh, the 22 kids, I think, were in eighth grade. 
and we had been working out with him. Um, and we just got to talking one day, and he was giving me his vision of the, the prep and post-grad, and I kind of was sharing with him the grassroots vision. And we were like, we could just make this a year-round basketball academy where you have, you know, the prep for kids that, that need that route, with, you know, or you have the post-grad with kids that need the extra year. Do you have the grassroots? And that's kind of how it all came together. Uh, we joke about it now, like just seeing the vision come to fruition, you know, um, that eighth grade year when we went, when I did go to TSF, you know, I was just going, just betting on myself. I didn't know what was going to turn out. It was no guarantee from any shoe company that mm -hmm. they were going to take us on. But I just believed in the vision of TSF, the resources with, you know, guys like Jeremiah and Josh, who yeah. uh, actually, you know, they're the heads of the company. But those guys just had a vision that fit with Rob's vision and my vision. And nobody really cares about who gets the credit. So we all just do our part and it works. Yeah. No, that's and, awesome. And they other things like, you know, the pre-draft guys are there now, mm -hmm. you know, preparing draft. So you just, if you're a basketball person or a kid that just wants to be around basketball and learn, you just have different opportunities to learn at all levels. It's, it's, yeah. it's really about basketball and the development, even this weekend playing with the shot clock. I mean, we play mm -hmm. with a 24 second shot clock because we want to get in on that level. Yeah. You know, how, 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 how do you know time and score? or shot clock or different things of that nature in terms of the game. So I think overall, just, just expanding the brand and, and doing a lot of other things. We have some other things we're going to be uh, announcing soon. I don't want to, I don't uh -huh. want to uh, spill the beans just yet, but we have, a lot we're working on as a, as an organization, man. And just, just try to help kids as much as we can, you know, just give them a platform because the thing I tell parents, man, is, everybody's journey is different, you know, and sometimes we get caught up comparing kids and, oh, this kid is there, this yeah. kid is there. You have to kid develop at their own pace, you know, and mm -hmm. some kids need a post-grad year. Some kids need a prep school or don't, you know, don't need a regular high school. And I think giving them that platform and that option is really opening up a lot of doors for these kids. Sure. Yeah, that, yeah definitely. So like I mentioned before, um, you know, you're the director of the EYB teams. Um, you know, you guys weren't, a Nike team before you've kind of, you know, built your reputation up and now got that sponsorship. What all, um, you know, for people that might not be aware, what all goes into, um, you know, that role? Uh, what's that like for you, especially now that you guys are a Nike team? You know, what what's that like? It's taught me patience. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> you're dealing with um, different personalities and parents and uh, different trainers. It, it definitely teach, it teaches you patience. But my role is to make sure we get not just talented guys, but the right guys, you know, with high character to have work ethic, you know, just because you, you can put the best 10 players on the team doesn't mean it's going to be successful. You know, mm -hmm. you have to have guys that are buying into the system. They want to be coachable. Um, so right now my focus is on the 22, 23 group. We're actually building a 2024 and 2025. Um, we have, it sounds weird because we have a 2026 group that's kind of already mm -hmm. in place. Um, but I'm building those younger groups just to have that consistent pipeline. And yeah. COVID kind of kind of threw it off a little bit, um, just in terms sure. of some of the plans. But those, I, I, we do have a core group of kids that have been working out. Um, but it, it's a lot, man. But I enjoy it. Um, the success of seeing other people happy um, and growing and developing their game. Um, that's really, you know, why I do it. I didn't know it would turn into this uh, when I started with four kids in third grade and it grew into <laughs> what it now like that was never my plan to you know to do this but it was just an opportunity and something that I enjoy doing and 
and seeing kids, you know, have success and try to help them, not just with basketball, but just with life, you know, how to, how to conduct yourself. We had a couple kids come late the other day and, you know, Rob checked them on it. Like, Hey man, you know, stop preparing yourself as, as you're going to play in college or something going to play professionally, whether it's overseas or the NBA. Sure. So for me, it's never just basketball. It's life. You know, how do, how do you, uh, how do you interview? How do you talk to coaches now that yeah. you're being recruited? Um, these are the questions you should ask, you know, how do you train? What's your work ethic? What's your nutrition? So it's just, it's just not, Oh, let's just go win tournaments. It used to be like that. When we were younger, but as mm-hmm. you kind of get going and, you know, I learned too, you know, I, I was under, um, Winfred with the uh, Atlanta Express, and I was also under Julio. And, and like I said, I know we're all competitive, but I studied them while I was, you know, under them and saw sure. things and how they ran their program. So definitely, um, and I watched AOT from afar and um, Dez as well at Game Elite. I remember he was training my kids, you know, for nothing. Mm-hmm. He basically was giving me advice how to go get my own situation, and I always yeah. respected him for that. It was it was real basketball. It wasn't. Oh, I'm gonna train you if you come over here. It was no, you have you have the product. Go get you can get your own situation. So, you know those guys that have been doing it for years. You always have to give them, you know, the respect. And I watch from afar. Like I said, we're competitive, of course. When you play, you want to beat each other. But yeah. for me, it's, I studied those guys, and that's kind of I pulled some from this, pulled some from that. So they kind of set the standard. And I just had my own different vision of where I wanted to go with it. But I definitely learned, you know, from all those guys. Yeah. So um, a little bit more about, you know, the you know, past few months have been a you know, weird situation um, and you guys weren't able to get out uh, for a while. You know, you did your TSF day and you guys played that one game at Lake Point um, a few weekends ago. So what has the, you know, coronavirus situation been like for you guys? How were you able to, you know, stay in shape, uh, you know, be productive and make adjustments? So, you, you know, you guys went and performed well in that one game at Lake Point. How were you able to stay ready for that? you know, while not being able to play for, you know, four or five months almost. The, the toughest thing was picking up the phone and calling those kids and telling them that they wouldn't, we wouldn't be playing right now. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the advantages, you know, with TSF is we do have access to um, our own facilities. So, um, you know, when Corona hit and gyms were closing, you couldn't get in gyms. We were fortunate enough to have access. So um, we put together a plan. Um, and I got with Julian, who's the head coach of 2023 yeah. and coach of 2022 and said, let's put together a weekly schedule of, cause at the time we could only have a certain amount of kids in the gym. So yeah. we would do it in certain blocks. And then we also did some stuff at Lake point, but we just set, set them up on weekly workouts, uh, weekly routines, uh, working on their conditioning, their skill development. Um, Jeremiah uh, actually broke down film with some of the kids from the high school season just to challenge them and see how they can mm-hmm. grow and think the game on a higher level. Yeah. And then what we started doing to compensate for games is uh, Rob would bring in his uh, post and, uh, excuse me, post-grad and prep kids, and we would yep. scrimmage on the weekends. This wasn't with referees or anything like we did for TSF Day, but it was just to get them some type of up-and-down conditioning. Yeah. But a big part also – do man is just watching film you know not highlights but actually studying the game and that's one thing that Jeremiah um is really a big part of that like he he goes and gets the high school film and breaks it down we also were training at p3 um we, we okay. sent a uh, guy there to train to work on their bodies wow. now that kind of back into what I was saying earlier not just playing games but just developing the whole mindset of an athlete and understanding what it takes um, the work ethic and what you have to do to continue to improve. Because if you're yeah. not working, you know, 
the next guy's going to pass you. You know, I've noticed guys this summer that not even in our program, but like, man, that kid been working. He, he's going to make a jump. Guys mm-hmm. that two years ago, nobody was talking. Yep. And um, that, that's the thing. We, we've been fortunate to have access to our facility. We have a great relationship with P3. So through that and, and through having access to our gyms and our trainers, we've been able to keep guys active to yeah. uh, set up, you know, being at that game at Lake Point, which, man, that was exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, they, when, when they called and said, hey, you got a chance to play J.D. Davidson, you can't turn that down. You know, yeah. just from the, the competition standpoint of you want to see how, how you measure up. You know, that, that, that was fun. Um, for that game, we actually combined some of the 22 and 23 kids. Mm-hmm. They didn't even practice um, for that. They kind of just went because it was kind of a last-minute thing. Um, but it was exciting just getting out there. And I, I figured the adrenaline would, would kick in and, and, and they had fun. But we were able to, you know, Coach Will was kind of irritated because he gave up 96 points. But that's just, <laughs> you know, Coach Will, how he is. <laughs> Yeah. I tried to tell him 20 minute halves. He, he didn't want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, it, it, it was, it was exciting, man. It was, it was fun um, getting to see some of the different kids and different lineups and Cade Phillips, who's a 2023 kid. Who's actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite kids here again, a kid that people don't know about, but his, his yeah. motor, his, um, he's six, eight. He actually picked up two offers um, mm-hmm. after that game. And to me, that's, that's what it's about. You know, like, like I always tell you, Trent, you can walk in the gym and tell me who the best five players are in the gym, but can you tell me the next five to 10 and really decipher through that? So that was important to get him on that platform to be seen. Oh, yeah. So he was excited too, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I know me and Julian have been talking about him for a while. It's good to see him get rewarded and, you know, take advantage that, of that, that stage. That yeah. kid is tough as nails. Mm-hmm. I want him in my box or anywhere. He's oh, tough. Yeah. Also, so, wide receiver and tight end. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, building off of that, so you guys, you know, went and played that one game at Lake Point, um, and now you'll be back at Lake Point this weekend for a battle for Georgia with both your 2022 and uh, 2023 teams. Um, so, what are you guys looking forward to about that? Um, you think you're ready to, you know, defend your title um, and make some noise again? I know 2023 is super jap because they really have <laughs> to play as, you know, last week I only had a couple of kids from that 2023 play up. So mm-hmm. they have an extra tick in, in energy. And last night we had a great workout. Um, I could tell in 2022 is definitely um, prepared to, you know, have a chance to, to, to repeat. I think they're definitely excited, but I think more so just like I said earlier, getting to compete against the other kids in the state, at the end of the day, having a platform where all these kids, regardless of the program, can be seen by colleges mm-hmm. in, a, in games that matter. And, you know, you and I talk about that all about games, you know, against other guys that are on your level, maybe better than you or whatever the case may be. So you can really see, you know, how do you how do you adjust when things are going well? How do you impact the game if your shot's not falling? Yeah. How do you, you know, if you're down 10, do you check out? Can you still mentally stay locked in? So those are the things that, you know, we're excited about um, this weekend. It's definitely going to be uh, a great environment and a big event for the state of Georgia. Oh, yeah. But those teams, are they're, they're ready to go out. Mm-hmm. No, I'm excited to see it. That's always one of my favorite events the last few years. Hey, what they say, no duck season. You can't hide. You can't hide mm-hmm. in all of Georgia. You got to see somebody at some point. I think nope. that's the exciting part about it. Yep. You start out in the fire. There's no no hiding at all. So uh, yeah, last year we did actually last year. I don't even think we played good our first game. Mm-hmm. I think we we got through it, but it wasn't you know 
it wasn't our typical, I, w- I would say, performance, but that's kind of what I was saying. How can you still mentally fight through a game that you may not be locked in the way you need to be because you're looking ahead? And that's something I try to get kids not to focus on. Like, yeah. any team can beat you at any time. At it's any not time. a seven. It's just one game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I, never, I tell them, never disrespect your opponent. I don't get who it is, rank, unranked, offers, no offers. That dude can get you that day if, if mm-hmm. you're not like Yep. But that's something we focus on for sure. Yep. So last question I have for you. Um, I know we talked about this a little bit. So are there any guys, you know, either within your travel teams, prep teams, postgrad teams, whatever, um, that you think are, you know, going to get some people's attention that are, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, overlooked right now that you think could really uh, surprise some people over the, the next year that, you know, you guys within the program are excited about? Yeah, I'm definitely excited about a couple of kids. One is uh, AJ Flag. He goes mm-hmm. to Elka. He had a great weekend. Um, and, like, you know, sometimes when you play on a team with other great guards, you can kind of get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, but giving him – a platform this weekend where he was a starter on the team and he led the team, just his athleticism, um, his way he can get downhill, um, and just his shooting. But he definitely has things to work on, but he's definitely going to be a kid that's going to be, uh, I guess, as they say, a stock riser. Yeah. And he jumped off the screen, um, which yeah. just was his, his, his speed. Um, he competes, and, you know, he, he's fortunate because in practice he gets to go against Trey and Bruce. So that, that automatically – is an advantage, you know, it, it, it shows him. And I think he's learned from them just understanding the level of the work and the competitiveness and things of that nature. So that has helped him. Also, TJ Holmes, you know, similar yeah. situation. He's at Pebblebrook. Again, he plays with Isaiah Canaan, so he can sometimes not get noticed. But he, he's one of – LT and TJ are probably the glue of that team yeah. um, just because they do things that are not going to show up necessarily in the stat sheet. Um, and TJ had a great weekend. And from the post-grad and the prep side, I definitely think Julian Mackey, man, that, that kid can play. He can okay. shoot it smooth. Um, he's, he's good. He has a good pace, man. He's got a 6'7 wingspan. He, he's from Cincinnati, man. That, that kid can play. He can shoot okay. it. And um, he, once, once he puts on about, about 10 pounds of muscle, he's definitely going to be a problem. And I think uh, Jalen Deloach had a great weekend. I know yeah. Rob's really excited to work with him. Um, the thing I liked about him the most, man, is that edge. You know, for mm-hmm. me, I'd rather have to turn it down. I'd rather have to turn it down and turn it up. Yeah. You yep. know, once he puts all that together, oh, man, he he has a chance to be really good because he can defend. You know, one through five. Mm-hmm. He's comp- got that uh, that competitive fire. I call it. Um, once he gets a chance to really hone in on all his skills, man, he he has a chance to be really good because he does those things that not everybody wants to do. For sure. Um, definitely. There's another kid that I really liked this weekend was Tef Tut. Oh, yeah. He's a, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 6'6 wing, sneaky athletic. And he's just a stat stuffer. You know, yeah. he'll have five rebounds, six assists, but still score for 14. Um, and he's another kid, man, that once he really hones in on that skill set and just understanding, you know, how to really play the game with that next level of thinking, he has a chance to be uh, really special. And uh, Jonathan Murray uh, is another one from yeah. Huffman. He goes to Huffman, Alabama. Six seven, you know, stretch three four. Um, can really shoot it. He's really starting to get into a rhythm of, of understanding, and, and it helps him playing with you know guards that are good and kind of mm-hmm. you know teaching him and where to be in his spots. But those guys had uh, 
you know, had really good weekends, man. I think they definitely raised their stock. Like I oh, said, I can yeah. talk about, you know, the guys that everybody knows, but that that's easy to do. I'd rather, you know, focus on the kids that, you know, they, they performed this weekend and, and they were playing against competition. So, yeah, you know, they're going against other top guys. So it really gave you a chance to see, you know, the level of what their potential could be. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've, and I think that's what I like this week. The one-on-ones got real, uh, real interesting. It. Like Kane okay. and AJ's one-on-one. I think it's online now. And then I think uh, Trey, Trey and Julian went at it. It definitely. I okay. knew when Trey went, it was gonna amp up because that's just that's just his nature. Mm-hmm. He, that's exactly he talks. He talks big. It's it's. But I think that team needed that though. I think that yeah. team was was missing that. You know, mm-hmm. that's not you know necessarily Bruce's personality, but I think sure. he make just makes Trey better. I think Trey makes him better as well because he brings that that extra little gear. Oh yeah, you know, that, mm-hmm. that edge. Trey, Trey likes to talk a little trash too. For sure. Yeah, I saw that in that Nike Elite Stars game. Yeah, all those guys, Mackie's the only one I haven't seen, but all those other guys you talked about been impressive. Like when I saw Teth for the first time a year um, yeah. run that one time, then he played with Team Dickerson. When I saw Jonathan at um, the opening, first time seeing him, I liked him a lot. So hopefully continue to you know see the development and progress of those guys. You know, maybe it'll start to happen for him this weekend. Um, I hope they for three games. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. got to. Um, so that's, those are all the questions I have for you. Um, you know, I always end with letting the guests ask the uh, question or two. I'm sure, uh, sure you'll have, I wanna, have a few. So I want to add one thing. Go ahead. I want to give a shout out to LT Overton. Oh, yeah. He, he was ranked the number one football recruit in the country for the class of 2023 this week. Yep. So that. And, and I honestly think, man, LT's probably a top 100 basketball kid. And I know he probably won't get mm-hmm. this doesn't get the same looks because everybody just sees him in football, but he's probably one of the top three most improved players in our program this summer. And just yeah. seeing his his work ethic, man, the kid gets up at six in the morning, he works out, does football, then goes and gets his skill work in for basketball, yeah. high character kid. Um, and it, it's special. You, you don't see that, you know, too often. So I just mm-hmm. want to definitely give him a shout out, man. And, and he oh, does yeah. it the right way. Yeah, that definitely mm-hmm. has a chance. So I just wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I have a question for you, Trent. Uh-oh. I got, I got a couple. You, you can edit them and, and figure out which Go one ahead. you want to do. Whatever you want. Okay. What do you – how do you think um, social media impacts um, kids in terms of uh, them thinking where they are realistically um, and what yeah. social media they are? Mm-hmm. And is it good? Is it bad? Is it, you know, is it a bad thing? Because you, one thing I will say about uh, you, you go to every game. You just don't go watch the the top two players or the top two teams. I mean, you're watching games that people probably have never even heard of these teams for kids. And that's one thing that I respect about you. And I, I noticed that last year in that summer league. I'm like, man, this guy's still in the gym watching <laughs> two teams that I'm not going to say the names of the schools, but. But you're, you're, you're studying your craft, and that's when I really respected you and what you did. And I just really respect your opinion because you see all these kids. You see the stuff that social media says about them. And do you think it's having a negative impact on some and, and how they affect their games and how they go about business? Yeah, I, I think it can. You know, I've, I've had these discussions with you and a lot of other people, and I, I'll put stuff on my Twitter, you know, kind of 
pointing that out. Um, I think it can, um, just because I know there are a lot of people involved. It seems like, you know, everyone's trying to get a, you know, piece of the pie, you know, with being involved with social media some way, whatever. Um, and I think a lot of it is, you know, that you'll try to, you know, hype a kid up or whatever to try to get on their good side or inner circle, whatever. And, you know, with some of the stuff people will say, it'll make you feel good. You know, they'll throw around, I, I said something last week about like throwing around terms loosely, which, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like, don't put, you know, that in a kid's head. Like, he's only, what, 15, 17 years old. You could then think, oh, well, I'm going to be this and that. And that, I think it could impact right. him negatively. But I think if you have people, you know, within your, you know, you know tight inner circle that are, um, you know, guiding you and giving you the right messages uh, when you are getting some of that stuff that might, you know, be a little unrealistic or unnecessary, then it can help to balance it out. But you have to make sure you have those people around you to, you know, kind of tell you where you're really at. Be like, you know, don't listen to all the outside noise. Just stay, stay focused, uh, you know, just stay focused on the task at hand, not, you know, whatever social media, Twitter, Instagram is saying that you're going to be this and that once you're, you know, in college or beyond. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I think um, for me, and I know the guys at TSF, and it's not always a comfortable conversation. I just try to be honest with players yeah. and parents. And it's not always, we're going to agree to disagree, but if I can't tell you the truth of what I see or what we see as a staff or a group, then I'm not helping you. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can self-assess yourself as a player and say, you yeah. know what, man, I, I'm not as I'm not as good as they say. That's that's where growth happens. If you just being yeah, told you're huge. great, you're the best player, you have to self-assess. Like I, you know, I do it with Bruce all the time. I have to needle him because he's always being told this, and that it doesn't affect him. But like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, you didn't do this right. You you were ball watching on defense. You you didn't you, you didn't rebound right there. You know, even the game against JD, I pointed out some stuff. You missed a couple mm-hmm. rebounds. I can't just say, oh man, you look great. You went on a scoring run. Like that's a given. How can I challenge him to keep progressing as the player? Mm-hmm. And I think the big thing that we do at TSF, man, we're honest with our players and our parents. You, and everybody's not going to like it. You know, everybody, you know, wants to be told they're great or they're pro or whatever, the, you know, the case may be. But process to it, man. Like, we have to be honest with these parents and these kids about where their, kid, where their kids' game is and what they need to work on. And I sure. think that would help, you know, a lot And I would just tell kids, man, don't look at who has what offer or what who's recruiting a kid. You can only go to one school. So at the end of the day, it just takes one person or one staff to believe in you. I mean, yeah. look at – we were talking the other day, look at Duncan Robinson for the Heat. I mean, he went D3, I think, Heat record the other day for threes. Mm-hmm. It's all about the process of putting in the – yeah. you look at, you know, the NBA now with Tim Lillard and – all those guys, Steph Curry. I mean, these guys weren't highly recruited. D Wade had three offers, mm-hmm. you know. So I think if kids did a little bit more research, you know, the yeah. history and just understanding, man, just work on your craft. That's the only thing I preach, man. Just, mm-hmm. just work on your craft, you know. Yeah. Like I, I heard um, Coach White from Pace say this before, and I've been stealing. There's three stages: you like it, you love it, or you live it. Mm-hmm. When you live it, you got a chance. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. And I think mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. Like we have to just be honest with these kids, man. I really yeah, yeah. think that's a good thing. And I love what you do, man. You you don't you don't play the the, the politic game. You don't rank some kid because you're cool with somebody. We joked about it last year when you flipped Scoot and Bruce. I didn't mm-hmm. have I didn't come at you with no 
stuff like that, but mm-hmm. that's your job. And then you flip the other way. Yeah. So that's a mutual respect because I respect what you do. You know, but I know, and I remember I said, you said you about to put out some range. I said, Trent, don't do that right now. Your phone's <laughs> going to blow up. Stay yeah, away from it. <laughs> I'm not ready for yeah, it, but. I, I did forget one thing. I don't know if you could use it. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I, I edited it, but I wanted to shout out uh, TSF 2026. Yeah. Um, and Coach Andrew, they did, we, we did a TSF give back. Um, okay, on yeah, 20- so that. Yeah, they actually fed 167 families. Wow. Um, it's a, which is great because there's a lot of families out here, man, that are hurting right now with, with, with the COVID and, and a lot of other things. Uh, and also, before I get off, I wanted to mention that another thing we've done during this COVID is we've, we've talked to our players about, you know, all the social injustices that are going on right now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We've done Zoom calls with them. Uh, we've talked to them in person because a lot of them are, you know, young black men. You know, how do you conduct yourself if you get pulled over? Or how do you talk to the police? You know, so... Those are the other areas that we've um, discussed with a lot of kids during this time and being able to let them, you know, know the history of everything and just learn and educate them. And I think that's the best thing, you know, we can do because it's a tough time right now seeing a lot of this stuff that's going on and you're looking like, man, I could be one of my kids or that could be a friend of mine, somebody I know. So that's something we've definitely, you know, raised their antennas and put some awareness around that. Um, and educated them on that. So it's been good, man. It's been a, a uh, fun process. Yeah, no, learning. that's definitely a good good thing to end on, especially with, you know, the most recent, um, you know, part of that with Jacob Blake. It's just, it's hard to see that it continues to happen. But, you know, I think people are trying to do things to speak up and hopefully ignite change. We'll see. But uh, no, I, that's a great uh, point to end on. I appreciate your time and uh, support as always. I I enjoyed it. You know, got to talk about a, a lot of good things. Thanks. And, yeah, excited to see you guys this weekend and, uh, you know, continue the progress of uh, TSF. It's been great to watch. I know it'll continue. So thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, man. I, I, I know I get a lot of the credit, but it's the people that are around me, man, that really make this thing grow with Rob and Josh and Jeremiah um, and a lot of the other guys, the trainers. We, it's, it's all about, you know, family, man, and, and everybody just doing their part so we can continue to grow. For sure. Appreciate, well, appreciate you, man, it. for having me. Yep, no doubt. Thanks, Thanks a lot.